0: Shayla, I am Pastor TJ's wife, and I have to let you guys know that we have the plague in our house right now. Um, So I am on the tail end of a cold, TJ started getting a fever yesterday and started getting sick and it's all because Alexander is in daycare and he brought it home and gave us a wonderful gift of a cold and so I'm like praying, Lord, give me energy, help me not to have a foggy brain so that I can communicate everything that you've placed inside of me today and I want to talk to you guys today, we're on the, the last week of our You Can series. And today I want to talk to you guys about something. I feel like every, every sermon I give the last couple times, there's been like a saying in there that like our, our mom would say when we were in middle school. And so here's my like middle school mom saying to you is you can make good choices. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the choices that we make in life. You can make good choices. And I want to start off my message today by telling you guys um, about a horrible choice your pastor made, okay? He is not here today, so I'm sure he says things about me that he tells you guys not to tell me, and so I'm telling you guys, like, zip it, okay? Um, So this past week, how many This Is Us fans do we have in here? Like, do you watch the show This Is Us? Oh, man, less than I thought. Okay, a few. yeah, okay, there we go. They're starting to get some courage and raise their hand. Okay, so... We started binge watching This Is Us a while back and then we got to the end of the last season that we could binge watch. And then you have to pick it up and like watch the regular show where you have to wait every single week for it to come. And so we started watching This Is Us, um, you know, the regular way. And so as you guys know, it's on every week on, I forget what day, Thursday maybe? Tuesday, Tuesday. So this past Tuesday is when I had a fever, wasn't feeling good, and it was like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, man, I am fading so fast. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to bed. TJ is, is he's going to make the decision that I would make. You know, I would never watch a show without him if I knew that he wanted to watch it. So I thought, you know what, I have a fever. I'm not, I'm not feeling very good, TJ. I'm going to go to bed. Now, figuring he was going to go to bed not too soon after me, and he would never, ever, watch this show if I wasn't there. So, I go to bed, I'm like confident that we're gonna watch it together the next day, you know, like, so I get up and we're at dinner the next day sitting down and, and I said, oh, TJ, you know what, I'm feeling a little bit better tonight, maybe we can go back and watch This Is Us from last night. He goes, oh. I was like, oh. I mean, you didn't watch it, right? I mean, you would never do, I wouldn't do that. You didn't do it, right? Oh. He's like, I watched it. And I was like, no, you did not. What, that was a horrible choice, TJ. I would never do that. He's like, you've done that before. And then we got in this argument about like, if I've ever done it, you know, like, but horrible, horrible choice. And I was like, TJ, why would you ever, ever watch This Is Us without me? And this is a good time to plug. Next week, we're actually starting a series called This Is Us. (laughs) So you guys want to come. You want to bring your friends. It's going to be an incredible series that you won't want to miss. But today, I want to talk to you about the power of our choices because our choices actually have infinite consequences. You know, from the little choices to the big choices, there are some pretty major consequences that happen because of our choices. And here's the thing in life, is you don't know what the little choices are and the big choices are. We really don't know what's a little choice and what's a a big choice, because what we're used to doing is believing that the big choices are the obvious choices, right? Like buying a house, choosing a career, Having kids, retirement, we think the big choices are the obvious choices, but what if those are your small choices? And the big choices are actually your everyday choices. See, the choices that actually matter when it comes to your health when it comes to like, moving forward in life, when it comes to empowering yourself, when it comes to, to positioning yourself in the right place, I think the choices that we think have the least power actually have the most power. And 100% of the time, I can guarantee you that the small choices have actually been the big choices in my life. And so many times we're focused on the big things. The big choices, I need to think about this, I need to pray about this, I need to process this, the big choices. But if you think about this, if you want better health, what do you have to do? You have to make daily decisions that lead you to better health. If you want financial freedom, you have to make daily choices that lead you to financial freedom. So, what we think is a big choice of, I want to be healthy, I'm going to be healthy, actually never happens without the small choice that actually becomes the big choice. And I think a lot of us kind of gloss over and glaze over some of those things, and we place more weight on the big things than the small things. And my question to you today is, what if we started focusing more on the small decisions? What if we really recognized the weight of our small decisions? What would begin to change? How would your life begin to change if we focused on a kind word daily to somebody? If we focused on making better food choices daily or going to the gym daily? or or coming home and spending time with your kids daily, or having a a date night with your spouse. It, It doesn't have to be daily, although that would be nice, but never gonna happen. But what if we made some really small choices and we focused on those things, what would the implications be in our life? Man, how would our relationships change? How would our finances change? How would our relationship with God change if we went down and every single day we realized the weight of the small decisions that we're making? Man, how would our life look 10, 15 years from now when I say, I want to buy a house, big decision, what do I have to do? Save every single day and be financially responsible in order to get here. See, it's the small things that have the greatest implications in our life. In Luke 16, 10, it says this. If you're faithful in the little things, you'll be faithful in the large ones. Man, how we live our lives in the little moments is how your life will play out in the big moments. But yet, so many of us are making these these big decisions without considering the small ones that make the biggest impact. And here's the thing I love that we have a God that gives us choices. We don't have a God that's like up there pulling on these strings and we're his little puppets. No, he gives, us, he gives us the ability to choose. And that is a very powerful, powerful thing in our life. It can be good for some of us, it can be bad for some of us. But we have the power of choice and our choice is actually our responsibility. We are ridiculously in charge of our own life. Like, it's our life, it's our choices, it's our responsibility. I love what Deuteronomy 30, 19 says. It says, today, I want you guys to circle that, underline it. Today, I have given you a choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. See, in this voice, he says, today I've given you a choice, and that choice that you make today is gonna have implications down the road. And it's not just gonna affect you, it's gonna affect the people that are coming after you, your kids and your kids' kids. See, today, I've given you the choice to make your marriage last. See, today, I've given you a choice to be financially free. Today, I have given you a choice to come home from work and spend the time with your kids. Today, I have given you a choice. And if you will make that choice today and every single day thereafter, your your children and your children's children will reap the repercussions of your decision to date your wife, of your decision to live on a budget, of your decision to live a healthy lifestyle. See, our small choices have big implications. And if we'll take some time to really drill down and to look at how our small choices matter. I mean, TJ asked a question last week, and he said, what does God want you to change? And I hope that you guys kind of wrote something down, because he gave us kind of a few minutes, or a minute or so, to, to write something down. And here's what I know is like whatever change it is that we wrote down doesn't just happen because we wrote it down, does it? (laughs) See, our life doesn't change by chance. It changes by choices that we make every single day. And there's a lot of us that, that want to see change in our life. We want to see God do things in our life. We want to grow in our relationship with God. We want to have purpose. We want to have a good marriage, a good kids. But it all comes down to what we choose every single day. So today I want to tell you guys about a couple of things that, that I think help us to make good choices. What are the keys to making good choices? And the first one is this, discernment. The definition of discernment is this, it's the ability to judge well. How many of you guys know some people that don't have discernment? It's like, really? How'd you get to that place? But I think discernment is something that that can be developed and that's hugely valuable in in our ability to make good decisions. See, discernment is kind of like growing in wisdom and in knowledge and all of those things. If you take time and you sit back and you, you wait or you ponder or you think about instead of just acting in the moment, discernment begins to grow. In James 1.5, it says this. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. See, wisdom is, is kind of like the very similar to discernment and what god is saying in here is if you'll just take a second and if you'll just say god will you give me wisdom it says he will give you wisdom if you ask you know so many times every single day one of the things that that i pray for when i get up in the morning is lord give me wisdom to know the decisions that i need to make today Give me wisdom in my conversations that I'm going to have so I know how to have these conversations, what I need to say. God, give me wisdom, give me discernment so that I can make right choices. And those things grow, not just like this, but by a relationship with God. See, our choices should lead us to God. And as we're pondering our choices, as we're thinking about the situations that are before us and the life change that needs to happen in our life and the life around us, it should drive us always to God. God, give me wisdom. And the more we go to God and the more we go to his word and the more we go to his people, guess what? We begin to grow in those things and we begin to make better decisions because our discernment begins to grow because we're going to the one that can give it. But if we're never acknowledging God, if we're never asking God, man, that, that, that is gonna be very low in our bank. See, the Bible actually talks about praying without ceasing. And some people are like, I can't even pray for one minute. How am I gonna pray without ceasing? And what it actually means is like having this continual conversation with God throughout the day. And it's this, and I'll be honest with you guys, There are so many times where I'm like, God, I'm pissed off. God, I am mad. I don't understand why this is happening. And he and I are having a constant dialogue. Guess what? God already knows you're pissed off. He wants you to start the conversation with him so that you learn to discern his voice and make the right decisions. But just begin to have the conversation. Let's talk to him. Let's say, God, like your word says, Lord, I don't have wisdom for this. Give me wisdom. God, help me to see the answer. Lord, help me to walk through this. Help me to have the right attitude because guess what, your attitude is a choice too. And we need to grow in discernment. One of the things that I ask people when they come to me and they have an issue or they have a problem, they're like, Shayla, help me work through this problem. One of the questions that I ask them, what would you tell somebody else to do that's in your situation? Because the majority of the time, you know what you're supposed to do, you just don't want to do it. And a lot of times, we need to take our own advice. We need to grow in discernment. We need to grow in that awareness that these choices are taking us somewhere. Like, your life right now is a product of the choices that you've made. It's a harvest of your choices. What you've planted, what you've sowed, what you've done, your life is a harvest of that. So if we want to live a different life, we need to make some different choices in our every day life. Making good choices also requires discipline, ugh, <laughs> hate that word, discipline, just sounds painful. 1 Corinthians nine twenty-seven. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. What he's saying here is like, listen, we have to be disciplined. If we want to get to the end of the road, if we want to get to the end result, if we want to be in this certain place, we have to discipline ourselves now so that it doesn't disqualify us from where we want to be. Because if we don't discipline ourselves now, it is never going to happen that we reach that place, that purpose, that potential that God has for us because we couldn't do it here. And we have to begin to discipline ourselves. Jim Rohn says this, we all must suffer one of two things, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret or disappointment. Which one do we want? Do we want the discipline now or do we want regret and disappointment? I wish I would have. I should have. I wish I wouldn't have said that. I wish I wouldn't have done that. Oh, I should have done this. Discipline. In Proverbs 24, 30 through 34, and just side note, Proverbs is like my favorite part of the Bible. You know you can read, a pro, if you don't know how to read the Bible, if it's, what's today, the seventh? Open the Bible up and read Proverbs seven. There's 31 of them. So, like, I read them on whatever day it is. It's wonderful. Okay, Proverbs 24, 30 through 34. It says this, I went past the field of a sluggard, past the vineyard of someone who had no sense. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds, and stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed and learned a lesson from what I saw. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, And poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. Basically, what he's saying is it was right in front of you. You had it, you were sitting in it, you had the opportunity, and what did you do? You sat there, a little sleep, a little slumber. And before you know it, it's gone. You're like, God, what happened to me? My field, it's all in ruins. It's because you didn't get up and you didn't do something. See, don't wait for the diagnosis to get healthy. Don't wait for your marriage to fall apart to start getting counseling. Don't wait for your kids to be in utter ruin to spend time with them. See, it takes discipline to begin to make the choices, the small choices now, that make the biggest difference later on. See, if we can get a certain perspective, maybe our, our discipline can be right. If we can get this perspective, I will never have this day again. I will never live this day again. The conversations that I'm gonna have today, I'm never gonna have them again. The sun, the way it comes up in the sunrise, I will never see it that way again. Never again will I get this moment back. So shouldn't I be disciplined enough to grab hold of it and to begin to do something? To get my health in order so that I can see many more sunsets so that I can take care of my family, to get my budget under control, so that I can live in financial freedom without this burden. I will never have this moment again. And our choices in these moments, they're either taking us towards where we wanna be or they're taking us away from it. So there's a Twinkie right here. Man, it's football season, that TV. taking you towards it, or it's taking you away from it. We have to be disciplined. I think so many times the power of want in our life is greater than the power of wait. And some of us need to sit back sometimes and wait and get discernment so that we can be disciplined to get to the other side. Because here's what I know, daily disciplines determine our destination. Daily disciplines determine our destination. And again, it comes back to where you are now is a product of your choices. And if choices got you to where you are right now, guess what will get you out? The right choices. Today is the day to start being disciplined. Today is the day to take hold of it and to begin to make those small choices that become the big ones. See, a lot of times we want our life to look different or to get better but because a lot of times we choose excuses over execution. We excuse our way, well, I'll just start tomorrow because this happened. If you're like me, well, I'm sick, so I'll start that diet later. And we excuse our way out of things rather than just stepping forward and beginning to execute the decisions that we need to make to live a whole different life. And I hear a lot of people say, well, Shayla, I tried. I mean, I tried to to eat right. I tried to get up early in the morning. I tried it so many times. I I just couldn't do it. Let me ask you something. Somebody came to you, like real legit, somebody came to you, and said, if you eat this, if you get up at this certain time, maybe if you leave work at the right time to go spend time with your kids, if you do that for six months, I'll give you a million dollars. Guaranteed you could do it. See, it's not that we can't do it, it's that we won't do it. And there's some of us that just need to pull ourselves saying I can't I can't I can't I've tried trying is lying okay you're trying to fail most of the time because you really could do it you can make the decision to get disciplined and move out of your current state the third thing that you need is determination and the definition of determination is this firmness of purpose and resoluteness Man, when you have determination in your life, when you have a purpose that you are living for, it helps you make the right choices. When you want to be the best dad that there is, then when the clock comes and you have time to stay and work overtime or you make a choice to go home, The determination is, I want to be an amazing dad, so what is the choice that I'm going to make? I'm going to go home. If we have a determination... Like TJ and I, I want to make it hard for people to go to hell by making it easy for them to go to church so they can experience, know, and follow Jesus. Then what are we going to do? We're going to continue to move forward. We will not quit. We will keep going. We will overcome challenges. There's a determination that causes you to make decisions to continue to move forward and to not shrink back. So we have to begin to figure out what is the determination? What is the purpose that I'm living for? Is my purpose right now that I need to get out of debt? Is my purpose right now that I need to to fix my marriage, that I want to have a great relationship? What is the purpose that you are determined to accomplish so that you can make the small decisions that get you there? In Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, it says this. Be very careful, then, how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and understand what the Lord's will is. See, we have to have a determination. We have to have something that we're living for. We have to have God's will before us. And I want to tell you, God's will for your life, if you don't know, God's will for your life is that you would live in freedom. God's will for your life is that you would have financial freedom, that you would be healthy, that you would be have a successful family. God is for you, and his will for you is for you to move forward in those areas of your life, to have freedom, to have success, to have hope. And when we begin to have a determination, our choices begin to support Our choices, the small daily choices, begin to bring freedom to those areas of our life. Because the small choices are actually the big choices. I think there's one choice in particular that is the greatest choice that we could ever make and it's a choice to follow Jesus and I think there's probably some of us in this room that maybe we've never made that choice before maybe there's some of you in this room that were like me when I was 19 years old Because I would take one step forward and I would take like 47 steps backwards. And I had to come to a decision where I had to say, you know what, I'm making a choice again to surrender this place in my life. And God, to accept your will for my life, your forgiveness, your hope, your future, your purpose, because I want to tell you, God loves us. He is a God it doesn't place restrictions on us. That verse that we first read, it said, Oh, that you would choose life. He is a God that gives us life.